there, folks, and welcome back to yet another episode of Murray Musings, your favourite Andy Murray podcast, probably because it's still the only Andy Murray podcast available. And it's um, and it's been a while. It's been a while since we've recorded a wee episode. Um, we still like to lie to ourselves and tell ourselves that this is a weekly um, Andy Murray podcast, but maybe bi-weekly would be a better kind of phrase. So I, I think, think it's... When Every we other week, flash, kind of yeah. whenever we want to turn up and chat about stuff, um, and you know, after you know, after what happened with our boy Andy Murray at the US Open, because I think the last time we recorded an episode was maybe when he'd won a match. I don't know if he'd won a match at the US Open. I'm not sure if that tournament had started yet. Maybe it hadn't. Maybe it hadn't it, started. It was yet. pre. It was pre US Open. Yeah. So we were chatting and we were kind of thinking that we were hoping that he might make a run there. And that he might maybe, I think I recall being like, we're not going to look past the fourth round or something like that, or the quarterfinals. Um, that's kind of what I remember from that episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then after that, we took a break because we were sad. Uh, <laughs> we were sad about <laughs> um, Despite the fact. And we didn't that, do a recap because, I mean. Because yeah, we were you know sad. What? Yeah, you know what? like, you know it's like, fine. All the other, all the other tennis-related podcasts would do U.S. Open recaps and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. You know what? We're going to take got it covered. All right. We're going to take some time to be sad. We're going to be some time to be down and down in the dumps a wee bit. Um, because, yeah, you know, but you know what? Like, look, looking back, and we're not going to talk about um, the US Open too much. We did just discuss before this episode started whether or not to go all the way back, because it's been a few weeks now. Um, and we're not, we're not, we're not going to spend too much time analyzing and, Andy's matches at the US Open because um, time, times, times have, you know, passed really. And Andy's already played like another few matches since then. Um, but I do recall thinking that Andy actually played okay at the US Open. I yeah, think he, he did. Yeah. In hindsight, looking back, I think he mm-hmm. played pretty well. Um, and yeah, like, you know what, like after we kind of, you know, after a week, a few days of being kind of down the dumps to glow, um, yeah, I, I, I think, I think looking back, Andy actually played all right there, to mm-hmm. be honest with you, it just, you know, didn't quite come together in the third round because he reached the third round and that's, you know, what, that's not terrible. That's not bad. Like, we'll take that. We'll take that and we'll move forward to, to better things. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see that. Yeah. Things. To Davis um, Cup and Labour Cup. Davis yes. Cup and Labour Cup, absolutely. And um, because the US Open was won by two kids, right? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was won by two kids with the men. Two, two literal children. Yeah, Iga and uh, and Carlos. Do, do you, you, you guys have any words you want to say about those two? Like, I mean, they're all dominating world number ones right now, right? Like, absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely amazing. I mean, I am I, not, um, I'm not surprised that Iga won. I, I wanted, I really did want Owens to win. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't say that I grudge eager getting the win. Um, yeah. And I had Carlos to win. He was my pick in my like fantasy tennis draft. Yeah, fair. I, I, I was, I, but in saying that, is it so I wanted him to win just so that I could have bragging rights for picking the winner. Um, but at also, the start, you picked him? Yeah, yeah, I picked wow. him at the start. Yeah. Um, and you so, picked, yeah. picked Owens on the women's side, right? That I picked Owens on the women's side, so I was so close to getting yeah. the the double whammy. Um, but I, yeah, I wanted I wanted them to win for bragging rights, yeah. essentially. But I would have been really delighted as well to have seen Tiafo get to the final. Yeah, what match that was! That would have been. I mean, that in my view, that should have been the final. I mean, what yeah. a, it was phenomenal. What a match! 
that was because um, obviously when Andy goes out at these tennis tournaments, I don't know if it's the same for you, Claire. Maybe not so much for you, Peter, because obviously the time differences. But like when Andy goes out at a tournament like the US Open, like my motivation to stay up until like all hours just dies with Andy's loss. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just um, but I will say, like I did, I did stay up. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the, my my claim is that I stayed up and watched. Uh, that match, Tiafo uh, versus Alcaraz, um, and I watched that until I think it was like four thirty-five a.m. I uh, mm-hmm. went to bed for two hours, and I got up and went to work. <laughs> so yeah. that, that was uh, that was a match that was worth it, though, wasn't it? For sure, it was. It was yeah, it was, so it, it was absolutely amazing to stay up for. Peter, did you watch that? Did you watch the entirety of that match as well? Yep, I watched the entirety of that match and the uh, Sinner uh, Alcaraz match. Oh, I mean, that's the other <laughs> match as well, isn't it? That's the other match. As well. I don't know why, but I did. I did. And both of the so. two happens on the men's side, of course. Yeah. The, the Sinner Alcaraz one, I didn't stay up for, but when I got up in the morning for work, still going, that was going still on. Playing, yeah, so yeah, I was going. able to watch the end of it. Yeah. Still going. Uh, I mean, uh, talk talk about matches that went on way too late because I mean that was the complaints there, wasn't it? We'll definitely talk about a match that went on way too late very shortly as well. Yeah, so segue. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. I think we can safely say Carlos Alcaraz, nineteen years old. Pwah. Outrageous. Outrageous is world number one, right? Um, yeah. the, youngest ever, the youngest ever men's world number one, right? Is that I correct? think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, credit to him, credit to him. Un- unbelievable. Outrageous. Um, and uh, and Iga, yeah, Iga's back, right? Iga's back. Um, I mean, absolutely fantastic performance from her. Um, I mean, yeah, she's she's definitely transitioned again. I guess maybe like the only courts that she may, might not be as comfortable on, um, it's a grass court, right? Maybe yeah. she has to transition her game a wee bit to grass and um, I guess we'll see next Wimbledon if she can kind of she can kind of do that. But I certainly wouldn't put anything past her now because nope. yeah, she was um, yeah she was amazing. She was absolutely fantastic. She's so she's so far ahead. Yes. Of yes. the rest of the fields. Yes. You know, yes. like yeah. Ons isn't an incredible player, but yes. even Ons isn't anywhere near her level. Like Iga yeah. is so far ahead. She doesn't seem to have. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be anyone who can really give her that run like she might have an off day yeah and, she, and she'll, she'll go out but you know like in, in the whole when you look at the season as a whole there's just mm-hmm. no one's really coming close to her no so no. next year will be very interesting to see I what happens in the wta i think yeah. i think I, I think in a way Iga kind of needed that um showing at the us open though like i know obviously yeah we've just spent like five minutes being like i mean she's all dominating right now and she is back to that but you know, there was a couple of months there. Obviously, she went on that insane run earlier this year where she had barely lost a match or didn't lose a match for like 43 matches or something, however much mm-hmm. it was. It was crazy about um, And then obviously, yeah, had a couple of months where I like, and I think I think she got so much unfair criticism in those kind of couple of months, which was absolutely nuts. People were like, oh my gosh, she's lost her way. She's lost her way. And it's like, yeah, that's because she just spent the last like three months not losing at all. So like, obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, I think she just came along being like, actually, let me just write this photo of me on the wall so it's now perfect again. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Those are two very much deserving US Open champions, mm-hmm. but also, like, we don't care about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I care, but it's we care. It's we not, care. it's not Andy. So, <laughs> we were, uh, yeah, so we. We, we we watched the US Open uh, sporadically. We had we, we had a good time with it, but I also yeah. went out the third round and um yeah, so we you know we we, we watched it, but we were also yeah, we, we were spending some time being a wee bit sad. Um so US Open happened, that was good. 
And then the Davis Cup happened. Davis Cup was um, was our focus because our, our our man was playing. Our man was playing, and it was, um, uh, you know, uh, obviously the new kind of Davis Cup, which has uh, uh, attracted a little bit of kind of critique. It's a sucky format. Yeah, the the, the format. Like the, the format's a little bit weird. Obviously, it's kind of held over like kind of a space of like one week, or the ties are all held in uh, different places and. Um, it just, it just, there's no more home and away ties, and that is very, very odd and very, very strange. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, th- I think, I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing that's like weird about it, is the ties that are held between two teams, uh, like in a venue, like not in either of the two teams' countries. So, like, you yeah. hardly have, like, unless, unless you're really going to, like, push the advertising of the specific players who are playing, which is very hard to do because, like, at the Davis Cup, you don't really know who's going to play until, like, the hour beforehand. Like, you're, you're unlikely to get people in the door because you're not, like, they don't know who they're coming for. So why would they bother know? Like, you, you can, de- I think you can definitely still find a way of, like, marketing it somehow. So, like, you're really appealing to, like, tennis fans, not just, like, you know, like... Fans of players. Come and see these specific mm-hmm. players, but it's very hard to do at something like the Davis Cup because you, yeah, you, you don't know who's playing until like yeah. you know, that hour before. And it's 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 a long way to go as well. Like obviously yeah. for for the the tie in Glasgow, so the Netherlands not too bad. It's not too far for them to go. That's like a no, two hour flight, and, and was, two hour flight there, from, from the Netherlands. There was a contingent of fans who came over. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, Kazakhstan is a fair mission. And yeah. and like to give them their due, they were that was a great group of fans that came over from Kazakhstan. Yeah, for but sure. It also, the, the fans from the states. I mean, you're looking at a minimum of a seven-hour flight yeah. if they're on the east coast. Yeah. Absolutely crazy, absolutely crazy. And it's one of those things where it's just like, well, what, like, you know, like what have we lost with the home and away ties. I, I don't know, like the home and away ties were just, you know, like there there was something about them, right? There was something about them, and there mm-hmm. was. I don't know. Like I, I do. Every everyone, everyone likes that format, and I, I don't know. I, uh, I, I, I will say like, and before before we got onto the good things, because there was a lot of good things that happened with this with this Davis Cup. But um, I will say like, so like the first day I was there for the first kind of few hours, I was sat next to a lovely woman, Audrey. I'm not sure if she listened to the pod, but we follow each other back on Twitter. Is um, that just, a, oh. is that Toppy Poppy? Uh, it might be, yeah. That, yeah. That, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, what her what her at is. Um, I have to double check that. But I do like it was total coincidence. I sat that we sat next to her. I was sat next to her for a wee bit. And, Wait, um, she one of the moderators? No, no, no. She wasn't one of them. Okay, moderators. it's a different Audrey then. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. So, so maybe a different Audrey then. But um, she was lovely. She was so so lovely. And um, yeah, total coincidence. I happened to be sitting next to her and her friends. Um, and uh, she did point out, and it is it is true. It is true. She was like. You know, obviously you miss the old kind of Davis Cup ties, don't you? And I said, yeah, of course. Um, but then, like, she rightfully pointed out, she's like, yeah, you miss old Davis Cup ties, but like, there is like, there does seem to be, like, they obviously changed like the kind of format, and, and there does seem to be more of like the kind of higher ranked players willing to play this kind of format because it's slightly different. It always all like it happens in a week and that's it rather than the kind of home and away ties, which are all over the place and you just don't know what you can commit to and what you can't. So like, I don't know if there can maybe be like a kind of hybrid of the two that makes mm-hmm. it kind of work. I don't know how you would do it. It's not on us to do that, obviously. But do you like, think you know, it's the three matches instead of five? Yeah, 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 yeah. May, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like, I, I, I guess you'd have to sit down and really kind of like work out 
the, the like the, a good way to go about kind of sorting it because it doesn't necessarily need to go back to 100% what it was. I know we all miss it, and obviously that's the ideal kind of, but there was issues with the old format too. So like, you know, I don't know if you can maybe sort it out so you could have it yeah. a bit of best. Yeah. I just like, I like that. I like the two singles I know, I know. matches, best of five, yeah. the doubles, yeah. best of five on one day, which was amazing because it was just like a day dedicated to doubles. Mm-hmm. And then on the Sunday, another two singles, best of, best of five. Yeah. That's a big one. The best of five was strange, yeah, because it took me a minute, like while I was sitting there, like I didn't even like, like turn. I was like, is this, is this best of five? No, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I mean, actually, though, thank God those matches weren't best of five. Yeah, We'd have been yeah, there until so, six in the morning. Right. So I guess let's get into it. And Peter, of course, we want your input on what it was like to watch on the telly because you you watched quite a bit of it on TV, Peter. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, or, yep. Watched all of it. Fantastic. All of Great Britain. Sorry to every other country, but I did not watch like Spain versus whatever. And, yeah, I mean yeah. that's fair. That's no offense. Fair. No, no, no. I mean, no, no, I only no. have so much time in the day to mm-hmm. no, 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 and no, eat no. and that is video games. That's it's totally fair. fair. That's totally reasonable. Anyways, so, like, let's move on. Absolutely. So yeah, Peter's like, let's off my habits. Uh, um, <laughs> So, yeah, no. So, of course, uh, Davis Cup, why we're talking about it, obviously, Andy played it. Um, and this tie was in Glasgow, obviously, here in Scotland, where me and Claire are. Um, and, um, yeah, we uh, we went along. Claire went to two days. Um, I, I went to one day. Claire was generous enough to to give, give me a ticket to come along uh, to that one. And, um, yeah, well, I, so I guess I guess we'll make our way on through on the on the on the Wednesday, which was the day that I was there on, and um, we were it was Great Britain against um against the USA, USA. yeah the USA. So um and uh yeah I mean what a day what a day it was great it was fantastic like three matches we had Dan Evans uh again Tom, Tommy uh, Paul Tom, of course yeah Tommy Paul which was a good match a good match great match and um, went three sets it was it was good Dan Evans getting the win at the end the atmosphere no, was already good no, no Tommy won six oh my gosh that's right yeah that's right yes. Yeah, Cam won against Fritz. That's right. Cam Norrie beat Taylor Fritz in the same. I got that mixed up. Uh, like, because I appeared on a podcast earlier this week. I'm uh, like with with Jack, um, over on on the line, um, podcast, and I said that exact same thing. I got that exact same thing the wrong way around. Dan, to be fair, Dan was really unlucky to lose that match. It was yeah. so close, and that's, and that's the thing. So, like, all three matches went three sets. So, like, yeah. it was. Uh, that were played that day. So yeah, obviously, yeah, that's right. So Dan Evans lost his match. That's correct. And then it we really needed uh, Cam Norrie to, to pick win. up, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, to pick up the win in his match, and um, which he did. Yeah, he did win in three sets as well. But the first set, the first set Cam played was horrific. It was like six one or six two. He lost it, and I, I was sitting there like, this is going to be an annihilation Wait. here. Yeah. Taylor yeah, Fritz over really quickly. Taylor Fritz played unbelievable tennis. To be yeah. fair, like, he was absolutely ripping the ball. He would, I would not blame him if he was so annoyed that he lost that match at the back. Yeah, it was all over. He, Norris, he like, looked afterwards. He looked pretty pissed off. Like when he came back out for the doubles, he did look okay. like Norris, he was thinking so I should have won that. Norrie almost managed to win it just. I don't know. Like, I mean, he obviously started playing better, but like, it was like, he, I mean, maybe the crowd lifted in because the crowd. He, well, he said he said that he he reckons if it hadn't been for the fact that this was basically like, this was a home tie for Britain, yes. um, he says if it had been anywhere else, he doesn't think that he would have been carried through that third set. Yeah, which 
yeah, I mean, yeah, it was again a great match to, to be there for. Like, uh, so, so, so Evan, Evans and Norrie really getting involved to like providing us with two, two great matches against two great opponents. And um, yeah, I'll say that the atmosphere was amazing. The atmosphere was great. It was so like, good. Yeah. Fantastic. Like, straight. Um, we, we were, we were all sitting in, in different places at the, at the start. And then, you know, it's always the way with Davis Cup, there is always a few empty seats. Um, yeah. here and there and there's pockets of, of places where you can go and, and squeeze yourself into so Scott and I and our friend Tanya who um, is a massive Tommy Paul fan yeah, <laughs> travelled all the way up from London just to see Tommy Paul mm-hmm. the three of us moved our seats around and ended up being able to sit together down at the front so was um, that was that was really cool we were so close yeah. you don't get the, the thing that gets me about those seats is they're really expensive seats they are you don't get a great view because you're so low down and your view is blocked in certain parts by like the the towel box as well Mm -hmm. um so like if i had like i i i had got myself a decent seat which is how i ended up giving scott my other ticket but Mm -hmm. it was one of the seats in the south stand where you're behind the baseline and you're yep. slightly elevated. That's where the that's where the best view is. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously, I wanted to come down and sit near the front with Scott and Hanya. Um, mm-hmm. But I was thinking, I, if I had paid ninety five pounds for that particular seat, I would have been really annoyed yeah. because you don't have that. You don't have the view that you get like the twenty five pound seats, the the cheap tickets. Mm. You get incredible views. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes the cheap seats are better. Yeah, yeah, because the, the you thing get a full-on view of like everything. Yeah, and the thing about the Emirates Arena is it's it's only like a it's like I don't know eight thousand to ten thousand seater arena, so okay. it's not high up. Right. So even if you're in the very very back row, mm. you're you've still got an incredible view Good to of know. the court, and the, the players don't look tiny. It's not like you're not talking like Arthur Ashe. Yeah. But if you're you're in the back row, you you basically are watching dots. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. it's it's amazing. I mean, I get. I think I think what you're really paying for with the seats that we uh, is mm, being close to the players. Being yeah. Close to the players, yeah. yeah because the players being able to you know almost interact with them at some points, right? Like really. Um. So. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure we made eye contact with Cam a couple of times, Scott, like, and gave my fist pump. I think, uh, yeah, of course, yeah. We 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 basically won in the match. To be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, no, but I mean, I guess that 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 that's something they'll say. Like, I don't recall that really being the case with the way the old format was. And again, I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not. But it just meant that there was slightly less people there than maybe there should have been. Um, but yeah, I mean, literally, all you really needed was a ticket to get in, and then just find a seat that you know that was better than the one that you had and go and sit in it because <laughs> there was nobody there was nobody, yeah. nobody was stopping you when you got in it was just a case of getting in the door and then you were fine um so yeah so i guess so i guess that that's a positive slash a negative in a weird way um but but yeah i mean i, I mean there was nothing there was nothing negative about about uh, of course yeah the view was a little bit not great but um obviously yeah just the proximity to the players is what it's, it's what was so good especially for you know um you know, like the, the, the cost of getting in and then you can just kind of wander on down, which is great. And then we ended up sitting right beside Judy as well, right? Like who's sitting like right beside us, like a couple of rows back. And yep. she was fantastic. We were beside like, you know, all oh, like the Sterling Barmy Army was there, right? I think, I think yes. they were oh, like, they were part of it, right? And yep. they were obviously chanting usually. Did that, come, did that come across shift. on TV quite, quite well, Peter? Like the whole atmosphere? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Was, 
Okay. Like even the drums with Kazakhstan was really nice to yeah. see and hear and mm -hmm. felt like a Davis Cup match. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So I guess that, yeah, I mean, yeah. So that, that was my huge, huge, real, real like takeaway from it is the atmosphere. And then obviously, of course, the positive thing, and we didn't know until an hour beforehand, but obviously Andy played that day. Um, he played in the mm -hmm. doubles match, the which doubles was... Joe. Yeah, and I guess at this point, we should say it was a fantastic match, really, really good, brilliant to see Andy, and we were, like, right beside him practically, and it was brilliant, and it was a great match, and it was epic. I just wish it wasn't on at 12.30. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm -hmm. It didn't like, start. Like, so this was one of the problems with Wednesday. The, the play started at 4 p.m., yeah. and when you've got three matches to get through, 4 p.m. is quite a late start, mm. um, especially if those matches all go to three sets which did. they all did so yep. the doubles didn't start until 10 p.m so we'd already sat through six hours of tennis before yes. the doubles even started <laughs> and it just um, and it was just yeah it was insane like there were so many kids who had to leave and missed seeing andy so, yeah, so there were kids there that were like there specifically to see andy obviously um and then yeah you had kids coming down and you know um uh, you know, again, a shout out to the, uh, the, the players who were down the front. Yeah. There was a really, that really cute moment where we boy came down to the front with yeah. like one of the great big tennis balls and he shouted on Dan and he was like, oh, can, is it okay if you come over just now and sign my tennis ball because I have to go home to my bed? Yeah, yeah, Aww. yeah. And, uh, and Danny was, Dan, was like, like, yeah, like, what is Dan it? Was like, oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, for sure. Oh, you have to go. Oh, okay, did you enjoy it? And Dan was, like, chatting away, saying, oh, you enjoy your day and stuff. Um, and I'll say now, like, I'll, I'll say now, we've maybe chatted a bit about Dan on the pod before. Uh, I maybe haven't been, the like, most complimentary of him uh, generally, but, uh, you know, plotted where plotted. You cannot fault him. No, cannot yeah. fault absolutely him. not. Him, 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 and Cam Nori, and I, I going forward. Uh, obviously, clear you were there another day, but I, as far as I'm aware, a lot of the British players, and I'm sure a lot of the Americans who they were fans over there as well for for, for the American players and the, all the other countries as well, um, they were always getting up and going to see who, who like people who were coming down and look for autographs, mm -hmm. the signatures. Yeah. Um, they, they were I, absolutely amazing, and and Dan was like, I mean, Dan put in some shifts to be honest Dan, in terms of like Dan, just you know cheering everyone on and yeah. And getting Dan him going, amazing. like he he's a, cool. he, he enjoys a bit of trash talk. He does doesn't enjoy he? He, was, he, he was like he was properly like trash talking Taylor Fritz during yeah. his match with, yeah. with Nori, just yeah. shouting over to Nori, and then like him and Neil Skopsky were like whispering to each other and like looking at Fritz and pointing at him and then just yeah. like giggling. It was yeah. absolutely hilarious to see. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it, like it, it was it was great throughout the day, and then yeah, also yeah, it came around to this doubles match where obviously it was Andy, um, and um, yeah, a huge amount of people were there, predominantly maybe to see Andy, um, and um, yeah, it was it was just on so late, and yeah, so it comes back to what Claire was saying about like the, the start time, like and it was just such an odd decision, like really, and I guess like they were maybe making it so they could try and get people who were finished from work. But I, just, I don't know. I just didn't. Yeah, didn't but work, 4 p.m., like, like, no one's finished their work at that time. You're still going to need to finish up early. So you may as well yeah. just have, like, make it a 2 p.m. start. Yeah, it just, it just felt like such a kind of bizarre decision to do that. And then, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, it's reliant, that's reliant a lot. And, yeah, I should say matches kind of finishing and maybe, like, straight sets. But, like, these are two teams full of, to like you know like you know high quality players so like mm -hmm. at least the least you can say is like at least maybe two of those matches are going to go like 
three sets. Yeah. Um, if that is the case, if the two singles matches went three sets, the doubles match still would have started that time. And then, of course, yeah. the doubles match went three sets. And it's just like, even people who were there, even like, so obviously you saw, Claire, Claire mentioned the, the kids who had to leave. Uh, well, of course, because of the start time of, of the doubles match, like, there are plenty of adults who had to leave to go get trains and go get buses and go get and um, thank th- thank God for Claire being being amazing and allowing me to crash on her couch so that I could wait and see Andy. But if 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 Claire wasn't able to put me up for whatever reason, like yeah, I mean I would have missed mm-hmm. a huge well, amount. Karen McGlynn, she had to leave. She missed she missed all of Andy's match because she was there for maybe like a few games, but like she wasn't. Yeah. There even- like the first entire set or anything. No, yeah. And, and she definitely wasn't alone. There was plenty. There was plenty of others who were in exactly the same boat. And it's just, Andy commented afterwards, um, saying, "Yeah, it was a bit of an embarrassment." And like, and I think, and I think, like, he was obviously talking from a place of like disappointment because the disappointing thing was obviously they lost at that time. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think looking back, I think that just made it all so much worse. So it's oh one a.m. morning, yeah. stayed there. Uh, you know, uh, like I, I have to darken your door, Claire, by like crashing on your couch for a loss. And I went for three, I went on for like three hours, and it was just like it all came down to it. And like there was so much hype in this match, and like Andy and um, Andy and Joel played so well, Joe Salisbury. Oh, they really uh, did, they played amazing, and uh, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was great. But obviously, Raji Brown and um, Jack, Jack Talk. Talk. We're, we're who is a, a ridiculously good doubles player? My God, yeah. I hate him. Oh, so he's good. on my shit list because he hit Joe. Oh. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh my gosh, and I couldn't be. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. That did happen. That did happen. It was crazy. Um, I, 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 it was. It happened so fast. I was like, yeah. what? Because yeah. all, all, all the next thing you saw was Joe was like standing at the, the team bench, like rubbing his head, and he looked yes. like he was going to pat. Like he looked really dizzy and kind of disorientated. Yeah. Right, and I was yeah. like, oh my god, like what actually happened there? And then they, they, they did a replay on the screen. I was like, Jack's off, what a little dick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. it didn't look like Rajiv or Jack like even reacted and looked remorseful or just like a very courteous, <laughs> gentlemanly, like, oh, you know, not, it's doubles, actually, like this is how it I'm, is. But I might still. be mistaken, but did they not end up posting an Instagram story about it? Kind of joking about it. I think they did. I think they did. Don't quote me on it. Don't quote me on it. Maybe, that. I mean, maybe Rajiv and Joe chatted about it afterwards. Uh huh. Maybe, maybe. Like, I mean, obviously they're doubles partners, so they're, they're yes, very good friends. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, yeah. Jack saw what a little asshole. You know, what a asshole, but what a fucking re- really, uh, really good doubles player. Really good doubles player. Uh, I hate to say it, but yes. And like they were, they, they were just, they were just so, so good. And it was like, so like, how, how Claire, how, remind me, how did that match go? So obviously, we took the first set playing very well. Second yeah, set. Yeah, so we, we won the first set. I think it was, was it seven, seven five? five? Yeah, seven no, five. We had a match point in the second set. Claire, no, oh, we were up a break in the second set. Yeah, that's right. And I thought we were going to get to go home. Yeah. <laughs> like, I you, you actually, we all you, thought it was going to be over. Yeah. Because you, you were literally like, oh, one more game. That's right. That's right. That's right. And it was, yeah. And then obviously we got broken back. And it was, it, I, I think, I think when we lost that second set, like I thought we were going to go away quickly, but we didn't. We, we stayed in it until about the middle of the set and then we got broken. Is that right? Am I right in thinking that? I might be right. In I, you know, that. I can't even remember what the final score and, was. I, I, so I think that that is part of it too, is that like, you know, looking back at like, 
matches like that, obviously they're high intensity. Obviously, you're not going to remember everything that happened. But like, you're really just not going to remember everything that happened at like twelve o'clock, like midnight. So tired. Yeah. We're all so tired. We're 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 still loving it. We're but like the atmosphere is keeping us going, but we're all like half asleep. And then obviously we get to the end, and then something like that happens, and we're all just going home tired and sad and depressed. And and Um, not only that, but like yeah, so like it. You had like I don't know maybe like three thousand people, four thousand people leaving the Emirates in one, like at one time. Everyone's trying to figure out how they're going to get out of these in the Glasgow. It's one o'clock in the morning. There's no Mm -hmm. trains running. There's no buses. Yeah. So everyone's either like, okay, we have to walk into town, or we need to try and get Ubers or taxis. And normally, from so from that part of Glasgow. We're already like you're kind of you're in the east towards the north. Not right. From there back to my house, mm-hmm. it's about twenty minutes, right. and it would normally cost in an Uber about sixteen pounds. Yeah. Maximum seventy-five right. British pounds. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, they I'm really absolutely not, yeah. absolutely not doing that. So I was trying to phone a taxi. I've phoned so many taxi numbers. Nowhere is getting. Like I'm t- have no joy anywhere, yeah. And this woman who'd been sitting next to Scott and I during the the match, she was coming over. She was chatting away and go back to see her chat away. And she just happened to be leaving at the same time. And she, she'd mentioned to us before. I'm really glad I brought my car in with me. Um, and she'd made a kind of passing comment about where where do you stay and. When I told her where I stayed, she was like, "Oh, I'm I'm in the south side, so the complete opposite sides of the, the the city. It's not it's not even like on my way or the off your left, blah blah blah." Um, so anyway, she just happened to be leaving just at the time that I was standing in the the door trying to phone a taxi. I think Scott, you'd gone to the toilet, right. and um, she says, "Oh, can you not get a taxi?" And I was like, "Oh," I said, "We'll get something." She went, "Oh, you you it was you who was sitting next to me." And I said, "Yeah." And she says. Oh no, I'm not having I'm not I'm not gonna see I'm not gonna see you stranded. I'm not gonna see you stranded. Come on, I'll give you a lift. Absolute legend. What an absolute legend. So she gave us a lift home. And and if it hadn't been for her, I don't know what because it was two o'clock by the time we get back to my house. If it hadn't been for her, God knows what time we'd do it back to mine. Yeah, I have no idea what what we're doing in that situation if we hadn't like because yeah, I I think we would have been walking. Yeah, I honestly think we would have been. Like I honestly think we would have been. Um so yeah, I mean, I guess so. I guess that's kind of yeah, what what like what it came down to in the end, and on that day is we're all half asleep. And I, like as somebody who didn't then get a chance to go back another day, and that's fine. I was lucky enough to get to see Andy, but like it is one of those things where it's like because of the time, like maybe if I did one, I'd be feeling better about it. I'd be like, oh, it was amazing mm-hmm. to get to see one. But like honestly, like because of the time of the night, it's so tiring watching that. And that is like you know, again, I was lucky enough to be able to stay and watch it. But even me, like. You really wanted to send fans away like this time of night, like. And I know you can't guarantee like matches. You you don't you can't guarantee match lengths, but in a way you can. In a way you can. And like, I I think I think the telling thing is that like it was like I I recall seeing it like six o'clock like after the first set had passed in like an hour and ten minutes of the Dan Evans match, the first match. I think it was Stu Fraser of the Times on Twitter. Like I think jokingly was like. Oh, Dan Evans just went uh, first set of the Dan Evans matches went an hour. I'll be back with you after midnight to uh, to show you. And uh, like I think he was saying it tongue in cheek, but also like with an air of yeah, I mean that's possible. And then yeah, like exactly that yeah. happened. We literally predicted the future. So 
uh, and it's like you know we, we can all predict what's going to happen like come on like the you're getting paid for scheduling so like schedule it properly. yeah and like yeah. another thing that the that i think i think it was andy who pointed out as well like obviously gb had a day rest in between each of their ties okay. um but usa were so that was on the wednesday usa had another mat had another tie to play on the thursday right, so yeah. andy was saying you know like they finished at the same time mm-hmm. as GB, obviously. So by the time they've done their all their warm down, done what they need to do, they probably got back to the hotel, were in their beds four in the morning or so, maybe three, four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And they had to play a tie the next day. They were back at the, the Emirates the, that the next morning, that same morning to play another tie. So, I mean, those guys must have been exhausted yeah, absolutely shattered absolutely shattered as we all and yeah they still qualified <laughs> yeah, so i guess yeah let's let's move on so my experience of the day was my experience of being there was 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 great and it was fantastic and honestly i'm lucky enough that i was then able to stay and watch andy but there was just so many that weren't and it was it was a great experience a highlight for me of my day there um we'll get on to claire's highlights of of, of her week of the davis cox they're, they're coming shortly but um, yeah, my, my highlights, definitely the atmosphere. The atmosphere was just amazing. The tennis was good to see. Like the tennis was good quality. Three, three set matches. You can't, can't really fault that. Obviously, Andy's there. Definitely was, was great to see him play. Who knows? Might that be the last time I get to see him? Please not. Um, but, oh, you'll see him um, at Battle of the Brits in December. Battle of the Brits, of course. Yes, absolutely Battle of the Brits. But is that the last time you see him in a like, professional capacity? I don't know. We'll see. Um. So yeah, that 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 was great, and and the big big note for me was um like the the people that like and I think that's a huge thing about the Davis Cup is that we can't you know go in there and meeting people and Claire we're gonna get on to you, you, yourself on the on the Sunday um you you ran into a fair, fair few people there and I'm sure you know like you you'll agree with me like like the meeting people at the davis cup is just amazing it was just so mm-hmm. so good and you know i ran into a f- few few people who i follow back on twitter and you know who like and that, and that was just good to actually like, put a face to names and things like that and some of them might be listening right now but i i did meet quite a few of you and you were all fantastic you're all brilliant and uh, I, I i just think there's such a value in that in in, in terms of davis cup that, that 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 we shouldn't lose and and i know that comes with other events as well obviously you meet people at wimbledon you meet people elsewhere but like the Davis Cup, it's like you know, it's like uh, you know, you're supporting the team, and it's, it's yeah. there's something fun about meeting people who are who are there to support a team rather than just mm-hmm. you know when they're there to watch tennis. So, um, yeah, great, great day for me. It's just very tiring. That was the one mm-hmm. downside, mm-hmm. like because of the time finish. So, just start an hour earlier, um, and that obviously brings us on to what exactly they did the rest of the week. I don't know why. Well, <laughs> the rest of the week. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure what time um play started on the Thursday. Yeah. I was um, just about to say, didn't they start an hour earlier, uh, Friday, excuse me, yeah. like at three, and then they started at two Sunday? I think uh-huh. somebody had mentioned, hey, you know, they were smart enough to push it back an hour, and then they were like, no, let's push it back in another hour. Yeah. Am I uh, incorrect in saying that? Well, no, that's 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 true, but it, it, it wasn't pushed back as a result of Wednesday. That was always the scheduled time was mm. for it to be. Okay. 3 gotcha. p.m. on the Friday and 2 p.m. on the Sunday. So that's why I think a lot of questions were asked. Is like, well, but yeah. why is it why so not? why it's so inconsistent? Um, I don't don't understand. But obviously, like that that worked out better. Um, yes. Yeah. The so yeah so Sunday was 
absolutely amazing. So when, well, I say I say it was amazing. Charlie, he, Charlie, kind of went, went. So, 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 but, but before we get on to Claire, Claire's day of being there, I guess, I guess should, should, should we talk like so the Friday? Neither me. Oh yeah, Claire's Friday day. against the Netherlands. Right, and 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 that was a big day. So so like I guess I guess like very briefly we'll talk about it because this was a match that we needed to win, right? Like mm-hmm. this is a match mm-hmm. that we needed to win, um, and we did. Like we didn't win it. <laughs> we didn't win it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, again, it came down to the final tie. And again, Andy was playing doubles. And um, that's something that I'm I do want to bring up after we go over the Sunday result as well. We'll come back to it. Um, so Andy was playing in doubles again. Um it was the same layout. You had Dan Evans playing singles, you had Cam Norrie playing singles, and they could have switched their results, right? So you had yeah, so Evans had a great result against Greek Spur. Yeah, a fantastic result. Yeah, so Dan Evans getting the W, uh, Cam Norrie unfortunately coming up short, uh, and then yeah, came down to the doubles again. And that doubles match was amazing to watch. I think we can all agree. Uh, Peter, did you 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 were watching that doubles match as well? Like it was it was outrageous. yes, it was it was crazy. It was a little heartbreaking to be like, okay, they're playing Kulhoff and Middlecourt, yeah. who are freaking amazing Insane. doubles players. Yeah, and so like when I saw it, uh, honestly. I did not know uh, they were from the Netherlands. Did you? Um, <laughs> you so, like, what was it? Like, the um, whenever they were announced to play, and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm like, mm-hmm. no offense to them. Like, I just, yeah. I don't pay attention to some of those things. And no, so no, no, I'm no. like, this is going to be a tough, tough yeah. Yeah. match. Yeah, it, it, it was probably, I mean, Claire, correct me if I'm wrong, because you were obviously there on this Monday, like, and I was obviously there on the Wednesday. But like, it was one of the best matches of the week, I would say. Like the doubles, like that, yeah. that doubles match was outrageous. Obviously, neither of us were there for it, but it was, it was amazing to watch. And I was sitting here, um, and uh, uh, I, I remember I was sitting here watching it, and um, my uh, my partner Molly was sitting like here this side, and I was I was like, oh, I can't believe we're going out. I can't believe we're going out. We're going out here like this yes. is because. But it was it was so good. Like what 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 stood out to me was that like Andy, um, so in the second set they saved a match point, didn't they? They saved a match point, I think, in the second set. And Andy hit like a stunning return, um, with his backhand, and they managed to win the second set. Like basically on like a wave of momentum, the crowd was on fire. Dan Evans was running all over the place. Andy yes. was like running up the crowd, um, and like that was one of the like. Um, it was an Andy Murray moment, wasn't it? It was an Andy Murray yeah. moment. It was like yeah. the moments that have kind of defined Andy Murray's career is these are the moments where Andy, you know, take, takes a match and just turns it around. You know what I mean? And of course, it's a doubles match. So obviously, I had Joe Salisbury, who was playing amazingly as well. But um, it was it, it, it was one of, those ma- one of those times. And then the third set happened and it just didn't quite go the way that maybe we wanted it too. Uh, I don't yeah. know. It was it was tough to it was tough to kind of tough to kind of watch it in the end because I think I think what I was kind of looking for was like a really early break from the British team in the third mm-hmm. set. That's kind of what I think we really needed to kind of like run with the momentum, and that just didn't happen. That didn't happen at all. Like I think we went on serve until three all, and then they broke. Like the Netherlands broke serve, at like three all to win it. People go four three up, and then they serve, and then you got to five three. So yeah, I mean it was tough. I, get, I mean we just got to give a massive shout out to the to the the Netherlands doubles team. That doubles team was crazy. Yeah. They were on yeah. fire, like, and it was 
and like from from a kind of British kind of like from from, from a devastating a devastating like standpoint. But like you have to say hats off, right? Because Andy Joe played very well, but like mm-hmm. I played in the end, right? Like and yeah. Yeah, yeah, tough, tough to watch in the end, which uh, which is fine, but where it was a bit of a better pill to swallow again. Um, obviously watching it on TV a little bit different. But I don't know. I don't know how we would have been in the stadium watching that one at the end. <laughs> no, I think I think potentially that would have, that could have been worse because that was at the point you knew that GB wasn't going to qualify. Yeah, you know, like they had they had to win that match. To be in with a chance of finishing second in the group. That's what I'll So at that point, that's when the you know, as a GB supporter sitting in that crowd, you'd be like, Well, that's it. That's us, we've not qualified. The momentum like and we still need to play another still need to play another rubber on Sunday. So like it would have been, yeah, I think that would have been worse than like even Wednesday night. That feeling yeah. of losing on Wednesday night, to be honest, because at least yeah. on Wednesday night you were like, Wednesday oh, yeah, night was just made worse because it was ludicrous o'clock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but also, you know, and you can be like, well, do you know what? That's only the first. It's only the first tie. That's right. Yeah, we've still got two more to play. We we can still do it. Yeah. But after you know, on on Friday night, for anyone who was there, you'd be like, fucking hell, that's yeah. us. Like we're yeah. done. Yeah. Um, and that's what Andy was saying. You know, he was like, I really wish that we were still alive. Mm-hmm. for Sunday because mm-hmm. you know essentially we're, we're going in we're playing a rubber that means nothing yeah yeah and that's um so, so I guess like that's like the kind of disappointment of that day is um Andy play uh, those two days I guess Wednesday and um Wednesday and Friday for us from an Andy Murray fan standpoint is yeah that was that was two losses two tough losses to watch um mm-hmm. And uh, despite the fact he played really well, I thought he played really well. He did play really well, and I thought it was quite unfair. A lot of the things I was seeing on social media, people saying it wasn't. It, so their comments weren't directly saying Andy shouldn't have been playing, but mm. people were saying, you know, Leon Smith needs to be questioned over mm. why he didn't choose Neil Skupski to play with Joe. Yeah, and so- to, to me, there's an undertone there of Andy shouldn't have been playing. It's mm. Andy's fault that they've lost this, that they've lost these two matches. And so by by blaming Leon for picking Andy, I, I see that I per, you know, personally, I took that as people being like, well, Andy shouldn't have been playing, Andy shouldn't have been picked over Neil. But yeah. you need to and a couple of people were I saw a couple of comments being like, oh, I mean, Joe's carried Andy throughout. Yeah, that I, I would say, I'll say that. Absolute that. bullshit. That was- yeah, because there were times where Andy like solved like the break points and yeah. served it out a little bit better in some what? moments than what? Joe did. Um, yeah. But I will play devil's advocate and say because Neil is a doubles player, yeah. I get I get some people's points where I mean he's won a few majors for the mixed doubles and whatnot. And because I think so. I, I mean he's I think what number three. No, yeah. in doubles so I, I get their point to be honest I, I I think for me what it would have been what 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 I would have been maybe thinking and again this is so easy to do in hindsight it's so easy exactly yeah um the Wednesday keep exactly the same exactly what happened so then when the results happen as he did 
So we're looking at Friday. I'm not necessarily thinking let's bench Andy Murray. Let's not play Andy Murray because I think that's a huge thing that you have to have to think about. This is it's Andy Murray in Glasgow. You're not not going to play Andy Murray in Glasgow in any of the matches. So maybe I'm thinking mate, let's maybe play Andy. Let's maybe play Andy in a singles match. Uh, and unless Andy specifically said I don't want to do that, which I doubt it, then maybe you're looking at maybe playing Andy instead of Cam. Maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking. It's so hard. It is so hard to and 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 like you say, hindsight's a beautiful thing. Like Andy could have beaten Greek Spur. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Could he have beaten Botic? I don't know. Don't know. Yeah, but the thing also is, um, is that was his fiftieth Davis Cup match, yes, right? Yeah. Um, and so he was going to play for you know history again for another notch on his Hall of Fame. You know, record to be like, hey, this is my 50th match. I'm going to go out and freaking win this. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's also like, I mean, a lot of things motivate Andy, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So it's, it's, yeah, it is one of those things where it's like, you're not, not going to play Andy in any of the matches. So, like, exactly. Maybe you look at playing Andy in a singles match, but again, you're right. Like, would it have really, would it hugely made a change or would it hugely made a difference? Like, probably probably not like especially i guess if you're looking at it like so like if you were going by the results on the wednesday you wouldn't have played andy instead of cam you would have played andy instead of dan dan, but dan, got, dan got the match with anyway so it's like yeah. well would it have really changed anything maybe yeah. not depending on what you think of 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 joe and neil playing together maybe they would have got a win who knows um but it's so easy to do that's so easy to do in hindsight so um yeah so i guess i guess like so so it was tough to watch and um, yeah, obviously with Andy's quotes in the press conference afterwards about you know not being alive and things like that, and um, but there was a good few tennis Twitter people, tennis Twitter friends, um, who 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 were going on Sunday, and Claire, obviously you were going on Sunday as well. Mm-hmm. How were you mm-hmm. feeling? How were you feeling after Friday? You you were feeling pretty gutted, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I was I was I was gutted that we that I knew that, that it didn't mean anything in terms of qualifying. But at the same time, I was still like, Do you know what? I'm so I'm just gonna go enjoy my day and hopefully we'll see Andy play and get a win this time. And you know, it was it was um I took my daughter with me and it was her first time seeing like properly seeing a tennis match. She she went to the Australian Open when she was three and she obviously doesn't remember anything about that. So um you know, she was really excited and I think she was just looking forward to like the kind of party atmosphere, and I think it's a good introduction to a tennis tournament is for kids is, is Davis Cup because of how like because of the atmosphere because everyone's like really up for it um and so yeah like I felt I felt okay and I remember looking forward to it I knew I knew we'd, I knew we'd get to see Andy and and our goal our goal was to get a picture with him and get her tennis ball signed by him so um that was that was what that was what we went into expecting from the day and then we found out that he was playing singles so we were absolutely buzzing about yeah. that um and she was just really really excited to to see him playing she got really into the match as well like she was properly like jumping up and down and fist pumping when he was fist pumping and oh yeah, I she love was it. like she she was like commenting and she was sitting watching like when when they were warming up just like kind of and she's like oh my god look at those volleys and look at this and look at that I was like look at you you're such a tiny little tennis player <laughs> um so yeah we we loved it and then you know after Andy's match we moved 
down to the front. Um, Andy, Andy, Andy was first up. That, that, that Andy was, was first up, it. and he won, like you know, really convincingly as well. Six four six three against Pop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, Pop, think, I think actually, Pop, Pop, fair play. He you know broken what, in the first set, didn't he? And then he you know what, broke back. And... Like Pop goes like what? Like quite? He's quite a young player, isn't he? He's still quite up and coming. Maybe am I right in thinking that? Yeah, he's won a few challenger events, um, yeah, and well. he's what twenty four. 25 yeah. excuse me i think i think i think realistically he wasn't gonna really trouble andy once andy got going but obviously in the early yeah, once andy got going he yeah, yeah he was like yeah. absolutely fire and i don't think he had a look in but yeah, yeah. it it was because like, i think he didn't didn't he get broken like in the first his first service game yeah so straight away i was like please please no <laughs> exactly I can't cope with this i can't i can't stand to see it so the, yeah i mean i guess so 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 just from like kind of watching it like it's harder to tell but like what 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 jack was saying um when when i was chatting to him earlier this week he said that and uh, so Jack was actually lucky enough to be there uh, as accredited journalist throughout all the days of the event. And he said, and this is huge. And I think, again, this is something that you can definitely kind of unpack and analyze. And Claire, you can agree with it if you want to or disagree, but I imagine you'll agree um, that in that day of the Davis Cup for him, a dead rubber was the best atmosphere. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I thought it was. Which is crazy to think. That's, cr- that's crazy to think that, right? On TV, I it guess- felt like it. I guess so much of it must be because if you're going to analyze it, I guess, because all the pressure and the tension's off. So it's like everyone there is like, well, I mean, let's just have a great time. Let's just have a party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and like also, also, I think what helped was Andy was first up playing singles and he won. So, like, you know, just, you're not going to get anyone in the Glasgow crowd that's like, I don't like this guy. Yeah. Everyone that goes and watches a Davis Cup tie in Glasgow. Who is from Scotland will absolutely worship at the altar of Andy Murray. Like they, they would probably lie down on the floor and let him walk across them if required. Yeah, like right. they're they're not so so that's going to set everyone up and they're going to have an amazing day. But also on Sunday against Kazakhstan, the Kazakhstan fans were absolutely amazing. It was like yeah. the mini Barmy Army from Sterling. That's basically what they were like, and they had their drums and they had their own chants. And they were really getting going, and 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 they were, you know, like the two, the two crowds were like they were working off each other and chanting to each other, and it was just absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um. So I would I would totally agree with that. Yeah. Like it it was an amazing atmosphere on the Sunday. Yeah. So it's so so strange because obviously yeah, like the, the, there was obviously a lot of bit of talk after the break went out on the uh, on the Friday about you know what what it's going to be like if it's going to be a bit of a strange atmosphere if it's going to be a little bit weird if it's going to be going to be a bit bizarre but like yeah I mean it, you can definitely yeah like work out why that is and try and you know I guess like try to incorporate a bit of the atmosphere into other Davis Cup ties but it's like maybe maybe, maybe that just comes with the whole kind of dead rubber and they yeah there'd be no real pressure on it so um but. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. And I guess, like, because the day gets off to the start of Andy winning, that's a huge mm-hmm. thing, right? And then the yeah. rest come up and the rest follows. I think it's yeah. also just they just love a party in Glasgow. Right, they just Don't love they? a party. Absolutely. Absolutely, do. Absolutely, do. Um, Shall we briefly talk, then, um, about uh, about Andy's wee speech after uh, after that uh, match, uh, that singles match? 
and we got a wee bit, wee bit emotional, wee bit teary as our Andy, of course. He always gets a little bit emotional nowadays. Um, it's like I, you I, said, Scott, he started crying in 2012 and he's never stopped. Never, never <laughs> long, long may Andy continue to cry for us because, you know, we'll cry with us, right? Um, so yeah, got got a wee bit, wee bit emotional. I imagine the stadium was uh, was was feeling that a wee bit as well, right, Claire? Or like, yeah. was, was it was it a little bit was a little bit teary? I was a few tears in the crowds. On the, I, I definitely had a, a wee tear in my eye. The the ice queen melted a little bit, and yeah, it was just yeah, people were just like they they just love them so much. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're just mm-hmm. like you're our guy. You're from here, and and you know we will claim you until until you know we're old and gray and even when you're not playing tennis anymore you'll always still be Glasgow's Andy Murray and yeah yeah, I think I think everyone in the stadium was feeling that like when when he was saying because he was I can't even remember exactly what it was he said but like just the opportunity to be there and play in front of the crowd and who knows if it's going to be his last one well, that was so, so. So that was what I kind of wanted to touch on because he, he he commented on that in press again. Like Jack was lucky enough to be there, and I think he might have asked a question or he or he got the quote from from Andy that was um something along the lines of like it was at five three because I think it was five three up, and he said he lost a little bit of focus because if I remember right, five yep. three up, he had a potential to break back maybe, but he didn't, or like break for it, break for the win, but he didn't, and he kind of lost focus, made a few errors. And he said that the reason he made a few errors and the reason he got a little bit emotional on court, which I didn't notice at the time, I didn't notice that he got emotional on court, but um, he said that he realised that this might be the last time that he plays tennis um, in a professional kind of like, you know, tour, really, because, you in know, Glasgow. in Glasgow. Um, and it's, yeah, that, which really kind of hit home for me, right? Like, is this, is that last time we watched Andy Murray in Glasgow? I mean, I, I personally wouldn't like to think so. Um, but the, but... the thing is, it, it, it's so possible because even if he plays Davis Cup next year, yeah, it's probably not going to be in Glasgow. Correct, yeah. You know, yeah. that's, that, and that's the thing, that's the problem with this, takes us right back to the beginning. That's the problem with this new formula. Yeah. This new setup with Davis Cup, like if it was still home and away ties, he probably would have the opportunity to play in Glasgow next year if he was still playing. But because they they've done the group stage this year in Glasgow, even if Andy is playing Davis Cup next year, it's not going to be it's not going to yeah. be in Glasgow. It probably wouldn't it probably wouldn't even be in the UK. Yeah. 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 So it was yeah, it was bizarre, bizarre to see, obviously. Like uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we got the win, but then is that the last win that we see of Andy? And it's, uh, it's and it is, it is it's tough. It's tough to it's tough to rationalize. It's tough to rationalize in our heads. Obviously, we're an Andy Murray podcast, so we're gonna try and hold it together and not let the tears overcome us and I'm fit and panic. Um, but I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, maybe, maybe we'll get another one in Scotland. But if not, we'll we'll travel for you, Andy. We'll travel for you. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it was it was great to see him get the win, and obviously mm-hmm. great in the stadium for it Claire um and uh, like did, did you uh, Claire I meant that I meant, meant to read that you stayed right until the end of that day did you stay right until yep. the end of the doubles because the doubles yes. went on relatively late but not 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 quite as late as obviously the other yeah I think it was like maybe like 9 nine thirty. okay or thereabouts okay. yeah and I wasn't so uh, I think if it'd been any other day I probably would have been like oh I might need to leave um but the, obviously Monday was a bank holiday uh, so there was no school um, so it was fine so I wasn't really bothered about uh, my daughter staying up late 
and we had to we had to stay at the end and and see what happened to that doubles match. There's a, a bank holiday called Federer in his retirement, right? That was yes. what. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> uh, sorry, got that out. Um, so yes, yeah, Claire. Uh, so you were building get some angry complaints to Murray Mews and HQ. Um, so uh, yeah, just direct them to me. Um, direct them to me. Uh, so the day was obviously building for you to mm-hmm. uh, the moment. Th- was there a moment that you thought you weren't going to get the photo? Uh, was yeah, yeah. Was so I was right, so I was telling Peter about this earlier, um, and I'll you know tell everyone here for for their amusement. Um, so it, he he came back out um, maybe midway through Nori's first set. And we were like, and everyone was like, oh my God, there's Andy. It was like, it was like the, the whisper went right along the front row because uh, everyone kind of looked at me like, oh my God, there's Andy, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Um, and he came and he sat down um, and all the kids were like, oh my God, he is actually here because he hadn't done that any other day. He, yeah. Obviously playing the doubles, he was the last match on and he didn't sit out with the team yeah. For any of the singles matches, People he just panicking a wee back. bit, panicking a wee bit. Surely, I would have been pulling. Yeah, panic. so I was like, my God, what if he plays and and he just doesn't come out? And I, my my concern had also been, what if he played and he lost? Yeah, there's no way he'd come back out. Yeah, but I was still like, what if he just decides that he doesn't want to come out and just wants to like sit and chill? But he didn't do that. He came and he sat and he was really getting into cheering everyone on and kids were shouting on him. Um, and he did, like, he shout, shouted over at one point to them, look, I'll, I'll come over at the end of the set to sign autographs because there wasn't as much time when they did the change of ends for him to do that just because there was so many kids wanting to wanting to speak to him. Like, Dan and... Um, obviously Cam Nori was playing, but, like, in other matches, Dan and Cam had been doing it at the change of ends, just jumping up. It was only, like, a handful of kids each time that were coming down. Whereas for Andy, it was literally like a hundred children <laughs> with our tennis balls, like, Andy, there's, please there's, sign this. There's, there's adults clambering over the top. There's yeah, just, yeah, there was me like just swimming through the seas of children. Um so at the end of the first set of Nori's match, he he comes over and he's signing tennis balls, and then the next thing, so he's like, he's literally like he, he's like a foot away from me, right? He's he's standing signing the, the tennis balls, and there's there's me, my daughter, and the guy who was sta- who was sitting next to me, and his son. And so he, he Andy was working his way down towards us at this point. So my daughter's getting really excited. It's like she's oh got her, she's got a wee I'm tennis really, ball. I'm, really really getting, I'm getting excited listening. And um, the next thing, this woman oh no. comes. Oh, yes. oh no falling down the stairs she was off her face absolutely steaming and you know what if she's listening to this podcast I hope you're ashamed of yourself she came falling down the stairs she was off her face absolutely steaming she was elbowing children little children out of the way like shoving them out of the way Andy 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 and Andy was just ignoring her um because obviously there's kids there that are like super super excited to see their hero and this idiot is you know shoving them out the way so she's shoving them so me and the guy that was sitting next to me the two of us just like sort of 
like by reflex moved both of our kids to the other side of us because I just had this feeling she was going to come right into to where we were standing and she did she barged right through between me and this guy excuse me excuse me leans over the barrier and grabbed Andy Murray with both of her hands grabs him by the arm and pulls him towards her and so he turned around very politely I mean see if that had been me I would have told her to fuck off okay she's lucky she didn't get arrested (laughs) well he turns around and he says to her please don't grab me like that and she's no Andy 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 and he went please don't grab me like that oh Andy I'm pals with your mum and then she leans forward again and grabbed his face no my god I cannot believe it both hands straight to the jaw and like luckily Andy's reflexes like and he just pulled himself right back and he said don't touch me and then he just walked away in the other direction so all of the kids that had been standing at our bit were like Andy come back come back and he was just like no like Obviously, yeah, it was to take a moment to kind of get his bearings and kind of... So she's screaming down, Andy, Andy, come back, come back. And then she starts shouting at her husband, who could barely stand. Was was her husband absolutely wasted as well? Yeah, the two of them were, they were, it was absolutely mortifying how drunk they were. Like, have a drink and enjoy yourself. But see, when you get to that point, don't leave the house, you know, like, a man could barely stand. She's screaming at him saying yeah. this is all your fault that he's walked away because he was going to get a picture and I was like I think it was your fault pal I think it was your yeah. fault yeah um so she's shoving people and he's just like I'm away to find Judy I'm away to find my pal Judy and have a chat with her so off she goes up to find Judy who was sitting just a few rows behind us and Judy was just like it's a shame for him deadpan yeah. like yeah. she was just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the next thing we see is security <laughs> She was um, ejected and uh, we were speaking to one of the security guards, like, like I call him a security guard. This guy was like a full on like bouncer type guy. Like you would, you would not mess with this guy. Yeah. And um, he was saying to us, he went, as soon as you touch a player like that, you know, yeah. yeah. Sure. He says, that's not acceptable. It's yeah. not acceptable behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, so she got chucked out and um, which served her right. Um, and my daughter was like, oh, that woman, it was just so irresponsible and immature. And I was like, yeah, she was. She's like, she's just ruining it for everyone. And that's yeah. the thing, like, because she almost did because Andy could have just been like, right, that's it. I'm not doing anything now because she's like, she's yeah. she's upset me and she's ruined it. Um, he would have been perfectly yeah. entitled to do that, right? He would have been perfectly. Um, so he he went and he signed loads of autographs for the kids down there, and then they went off for a little while and, and uh, took a break, then he came back out. <clears throat> uh and I said to I said to my daughter, I was like, he will come back. Now that now that, that woman's gone, he will come back up here. We'll, like we'll get him eventually. And he did. He did. He came back over and he was saying... Well, talking, talking, through, talking through the run like, was he coming up the row? And did well, you... actually, b- before that happened, before Andy came back, we went up to see Judy. Um, right. So Judy signed my daughter's tennis ball and she got a lovely picture with Judy. So Judy, if you're listening, thank you very much. Um, Sophia was very, very excited about that because she, like, she, you know, she 
I think she quite adores Judy. She's met her before at a yeah. tennis thing in Glasgow and, and got a picture with her then as well. Yeah. Um, I actually think she might have been more excited about Judy oh. than Andy, if I'm being yeah, perfectly well, honest. I, 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 that, that's one thing I'll say as well. Like, I had a few people mentioning, like, there was a little, uh, there was a little, little girl when I was coming in on Wednesday who was very excited, just coming up the stairs. And it was one of the first things I'd heard. And I was like, yeah, today's going to be a good day because I've heard that. There's a little girl, she was really excited with her mum because she was like, she's got that picture taken with Judy just up there. That was really cool. And I was yeah. like, it's those kind of things. It's so cute, isn't it? So, so cute. Kind of you're like, yeah, this is what's worth it. But, um, yeah. Yeah, no, continue, Claire. Sorry, sorry. So, so yeah, so we're, we go back to, we're back at our seat and he's, he's starting, he's, he's making his way up and I was like, he's, he's definitely coming. He's, he's coming, he's coming up, he's coming up. So she gets down and she's got her tennis ball and he signs it and then he, he moves on. She was like, oh, I got my tennis ball signed, I got my tennis ball signed. And then he, he, he starts to come back down. So I was like, oh, Andy, can, can we get a picture? And yeah, sure. <laughs> so. I'd be shaking. I'd be shaking. I am shaking at this point, like shaking so much that, um, so again, you've got the barrier. So I've kind of leaned forward to, and I put my phone out to get the selfie. Oh my leaned God. forward to Andy's here on my right, and we've got the, the barrier in between us. Lean forward, taking the photograph. Oh my God, that's amazing. I've got my picture with Andy. I leaned forward and blocked my own daughter out of the photograph. Yeah, I did think that. <laughs> right? I was Iconic. so excited. I was so excited that I just forgot she existed. <laughs> Oops. I was like, oh my god, Sophia, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're looking at the picture, and there's a there's a um, screenshot that someone sent into one of the uh, Andy Murray Twitter chats. Yes. Of the BBC who captured that moment where me and Sophia are looking at my phone. That's right. The yes, they did. Yes, yes, they did. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Right? And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. she's so she was totally cool. She's like, oh, it's fine. I don't need a picture. I've got I've got my tennis ball signed. I don't. Need, she went. I know how much you love him. I don't need a picture. <laughs> <with> <laughs> being the uh, being the adult on this thing. She was so mature book. about it. But um, I was like, oh, I'm really. I feel really bad. Like, and I would really like for you to get a picture with him. She's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not that bothered. And I was like, well, let's just see what happens. Um. And we'll, you know, if if we get the opportunity and he comes back up, we'll see if we can get another yeah. photo, like just you and him. Um, so then obviously the doubles went really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Andy stayed out for that, watched the whole thing. It, we, we won and the all, all the players came out and were interacting with the, the fans that were left. Mm-hmm. So Andy's come back over and I said to him, Andy, can I, I managed to cut her out in the picture early on. Is there any chance I can, we can get a photo of you and her? Legend. What a legend. Um, and he went, yeah, sure. And he kind of started laughing. I think he realised what had happened before as well. Like, I I, I think he, I, I'm sure the look <laughs> on his face and the picture that me and him have got is because yeah. he's realised that I've just like, you know, totally <laughs> blocked my daughter. That's hilarious. Um, I so, love it. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh, can can she get a picture with you?" And he was like, "Yeah, of course." He said, "But he said take it from up there." So he's having, he's giving me instructions on how to take this picture. So you know how, like, when you put your your iPhone onto selfie mode, yeah, you can take a picture using the side button. You don't need to press <laughs> thing in the middle. So you can use you can use the side button to take 
photographs as well, which is what I tend to do when I'm taking a selfie. Would it work on no. this occasion? No, it wasn't working, right? So I'm standing there trying to <laughs> click this bloody button, right? And it's not working. And Andy is literally trying to give me a step-by-step guide on how to take a selfie. What else? What a and he's, he's like, he's like, I'll do it. And I was like, no, it's okay, I've got it. And he's like, no, you haven't, I'll do it. No, and you then, haven't. Did he really say that? And then, and then um, Ross, one of our tennis Twitter pals, right. all yeah. things Jeannie, Ross is also there and he's like, I'll do it. And I'm like, no, I've got it. And Andy's like, no, you haven't, I'll do it. So the, the, resulting, the resulting picture, <laughs> the resulting picture is, because I did manage to get it eventually, it did start working, but there's all yeah, picture. It's yeah. Andy's kind of laughing and he's leaning forwards yes, to yes, try and press the, the button on my phone. Yes, he is. Take yeah. the picture. And the whole time Sophia's just like, can one of you just take the picture? <laughs> I will say, I will say, Claire, 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 I think like with that photo, you can definitely, because like, because I, I didn't know, she posted the photo. It's a very, very cute photo. It's an adorable photo. It's so definitely, hard. Just like, just, just crop the photo up a little bit and cut out his blurry hand. Because like, you can totally do that and she'll still be in it and everything will be fine. And like, you won't need to look at that blurry hand and you won't need to remember that mishap. But just do that. Just do that. Because I know it's like, I quite like crop, the story. Crop, crop I, 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 yes. I enjoy the interaction. Of Andy trying to tell me how to take a picture, so that was amazing. And then you know we 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 got to we got to um we got to get a picture with Joe as well. Yes, yes. Which well, Sophia great, was absolutely about. If you are looking to get somebody to take, if you're looking, if you're clear, if if you've got a, if you need an idol of somebody who is good at getting people to take photos claire is on it like she she was she was on it getting photos with everyone you must have got photos with almost the entire team gb right so yeah, yeah so i didn't i didn't get neil um because we just we couldn't see him at the end but i do have a picture of neil picture of neil which i got when we went to nottingham that's right yeah even though we're masked up I know it's him <laughs> um but yeah I got so yeah I was actually like I, I was like I'm getting pictures so I got Dan got Cam which you took the photo of and ended up on BBC as well that's right that's um right. got Andy got mm-hmm. Joe got Leon yeah. and I got a picture with Taylor Fritz that's right Taylor Fritz who who shout out to Taylor Fritz who lost the match earlier that day and still took pictures so, of people. For a wee photo wave. That's right. That did happen. That's uh, yeah. what a legend. What a legend. And like honestly, Claire was on it like a card on it. Like she was everywhere, like getting photos with everyone over the over the rail. I think I actually had a wee had a wee moment of of fame for me because I was on TV uh, taking a photo of Claire and uh, and Cam Norrie, who, who was who again was an absolute legend. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and and land over the barricade for a wee photo as well. So, um, yeah, you, you finally you finally complete. You feel, feel like it's mission accomplished, Claire. So yes, like, I've waited. I've I've been wanting a photo with Andy since two thousand and five. Yeah, I've waited a long time for this photo. Yeah, yeah. and actually, you know, like I I think I think it was a it was a good picture. It's a really it good was, photo. It was worth waiting for. Really good photo. It's now clear. Yeah, um, really good photo. So I know RIP RIP Joe. Yeah, that's me and, Peter, <laughs> me and Peter's favorite running joke at the moment is how quickly her lovely photo with Joe uh, got like thrown in the trash, put through the shredder, put in the attic. Like, do you remember? <laughs> do you, like, like guys, listen. Do you remember? Do you remember when Claire had Joe as her profile photo, and then, and then the second, literally almost within five minutes of her getting. The photo <laughs> 
it was her it was her profile photo and uh, and and joe joe lovely lovely man so handsome so lovely but she's just he's just not making it into claire's profile photo and it's joe yeah. is so lovely though he's so lovely and he's so like willing for to get photographs people and like he's, yeah, he and is. he smiles he yeah. smiles so nicely in pictures as well yeah he like oh, i would say like uh, just from just from seeing them like all, all the team gb were just so up for for getting mm-hmm. we we thought it was taken and uh, you know I, like and again I, I just think that's a huge kind of maybe it's like cheesy to say but it's such like uh like the value of like something like the davis cup do you know what i mean it's like you know we can criticize it and we will and we'll continue to criticize it and we'll continue to argue that oh yeah and stuff but you know, it, it is still worth it for things like that, and, mm-hmm. and massively. The, the the amount of kids who were who went away happy from from those kind of events is uh, it's, it's Look, there was a there was a wee guy who came down at the, right at the end of the match. A wee guy came down and stood next to me with his dad, mm-hmm. um, and he he was like, "Oh, I don't even." He was like, "I'm just going to try and get a picture uh, with Andy because we've got nothing for him to sign," mm-hmm. um, and I had a spare tennis ball in my bag. So I gave I gave the wee guy the tennis ball and obviously we had a sharpie as well. Um, I said to get him to sign that and he he was like, oh my goodness, and he was probably only he was probably the same age as Sophia. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Andy signed the ball and the wee guy was just like, and he got a picture, and he was just like, oh. and his dad's like, that's him. That's something you you can keep that now. Oh. And he signed that. Um. So I I felt like. I was in such a good mood because I'd had such a good day that I was like, yeah, here, have this tennis ball, get it signed, live your best life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, like, and I think, and I think again, like, you've got to think, like, that that, that day for for Claire and uh, and Sophia, like, obviously, like, such a, such such a brilliant day for you and so many others there. And it was a dead robber, you know, and Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's, I don't know. There's such an inherent value there. Luckily, we got the win on that day as well, of course. Yeah. We didn't leave Glasgow having lost all three times. <laughs> We'd have been so poor if that happened. Um, so, yeah, obviously got the win in, uh, in a great, great, great doubles match in the end as well, right? Is that correct? Oh, it was yeah. amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, like, massive shout out to um, Alexander Bublik, who literally played Poodle double shit, a match against Cam Norrie, went in, yeah, probably had a poo and then came back out and played doubles. <laughs> Player 2020. <laughs> a match, probably had a poo. <laughs> what a cool. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, the Davis Cup. Uh, yeah, great. That great was the Davis Cup. Yeah, that was Davis Cup, and it was uh, Claire. Claire got a fall. We. Uh, what did Andy smell like? Um, he just smelled like really, really clean soap. Like he'd just been and had a shower. Interesting. Cool. Like just, he smelled really just clean and and nice. Leon Smith smelled like he'd been bathing in extremely expensive aftershave. And it was, oh, it was, a, it was amazing. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll put that in the database. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another, yeah, yeah, another interaction that uh, that one of the Murray Museum team has had with. Um, slightly disappointed that you didn't that, that you didn't tell Andy about about us again. That you didn't say that you were from Murray. Well, Museum. the thing is, I was making such a massive fuck up of taking the photograph that I was like, if I tell him that I host a podcast, he's going to be like, "You talk shit." There's no way you can't you can't even take a photograph. 
there's no way you know how to work a computer. Yeah, so yeah, that's actually. I think I'll. I think I think we'll leave that until we've yeah. got until I've got you to back me up at Battle of the Brits, Scott. Yeah. That's a fair point, actually. Okay, yes. so we'll do that. Yeah, no, we'll uh, we'll 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 put a pin in that, uh, and we'll try and accost him at the, t- <laughs> the ball. Please do. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was that was it. It's got what a week. Obviously, Claire Claire lived her dream and got uh, got got what she wanted. Um, British squad unfortunately go out and they don't go through, and um, so it's over for us for another year. Um, but yeah, just just a uh, just a great week, a great great week, and. Uh, Again, I, I often feel like with like Davis Cup or with like events like this, like we lose or or or, or they they pass by and it's a wee while before we see Andy again. But not this time. Uh, we're mm-hmm. going to be seeing Andy very very shortly again on court at an event that we're not going to be at because we uh, don't have money. Can't afford it. <laughs> um, it's going to be the Labour Cup and it's going to be a very special event because um, you know in our hiatus since the US Open, Roger Federer has retired um has announced his retirement the great the great swiss 20 major winners who announced his retirement from tennis um and as a result i think has made the labor cup if you look at it from like a kind of business perspective i guess has made the labor wow. cup much more important than you know maybe labor cups have been i mean labor cups have always been valid and we've always tuned into labor cups but there's definitely been a sense of like all right okay okay it's labor cup it's not really a proper event and while i think that is still true in some ways this event is going to be an extra special one it's going to be mm-hmm. obviously Roger Federer retirement due in a way i'm now aware he might not want it to be like that but it definitely is going to be like that so and um, because this is going to be the final match uh final tournament he's, of Roger Federer's career yeah, he's going to play doubles on friday night only and playing one doubles match, which means that the final match of Roger Federer's professional singles career was against Hubert Hurkacz at Wimbledon 2021. Where he got bageled. And he got bageled and he lost uh, in uh, a six-love set. So um, it's pretty mad to think that back then we didn't know. We didn't know that and he didn't know that, that that would be the final point he'd, he would play. It's pretty, pretty mad when you think about it like that. Mm-hmm. But um. So yeah, as a result of that, and I think yeah, as a, as a, definitely as a result of that, I'm not sure we would have the lineup that we do if it wasn't for that. I'm not sure, maybe not, but um, but then at the same time, I'm curious about that because a lot of people are like, oh, you know, obviously Andy and Novak and and and, and Rafa kind of all, like they have to come because Roger's retiring. But interestingly, what Andy said at the Davis Cup. Um, was that he didn't know that Roger was going to retire before Roger announced his retirement. So that would imply that Andy had signed up without knowing that. And if that oh, is... Yeah, because they, 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 they did sign up weeks ago. Weeks right, ago, right. So, 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 yeah. so, I guess, so I guess what the cynics are saying, the cynics are saying that... They already Rod knew. And, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like, Andy definitely sounds genuine with that comment. So maybe, like, Andy signed up for it. But, like, I don't know if I I don't know if I buy the whole Roger was like listen Rafa I'm retiring so do you want to come can you come play this event or listen like is he really gonna is he really gonna text Novak and be like yeah I'm retiring can you come play this event I don't think so I think they've signed up for the event so I think I think they've wanted to come along and play it and maybe based on the whole wow is this you know like regardless of if they knew Roger was retiring maybe this is the last time that all four of them will get all to play four of us are going to be as definitely maybe the last time I think almost certainly the last time that they're going to ever team up together on a team. And yeah. So, um, so yeah, we've obviously got Novak, Roger, Rafa and Andy. I uh, just, it's the, it's, I feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a girl of 30 again. Yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> uh, it's, it is, it's going to be strange though, isn't it? It's going to be strange though. So obviously Andy 
and they arrived there i think maybe yesterday and uh, has been has, has been practicing and they've they've all been taking photos in their suits and ties and getting ready Rafa. and Rafa's it's not there head, i think maybe Rafa's like, uh, please wait for me Rafa's, Rafa's, <laughs> Rafa's wife is about to have a baby so she's probably been like Rafa you can go but you're not going until you need to uh rightfully so uh so mm-hmm. yeah so, so so Rafa Rafa's coming in tomorrow and uh, the event obviously yeah starts uh, start, start starts on Friday and uh, yeah it's going to be an interesting one but it's going to be fun I think it's going to be a fun well, one it's um, the first time I've ever been excited for Labour Cup yeah yeah I'm, to be totally honest it has never appealed to me previously um but this year hell yeah bring it on yeah I mean I think I think I think the big thing and I think I, th- I think I think the thing that people are looking forward to, and I think the thing the thing that I most look forward to the Labour Cup, that that you really don't really so much get with other events, because even so you look you compare the Labour Cup with other kind of team events. So you can compare Labour Cup with the Davis Cup, for example, and with Davis Cup you obviously get on court coaching, you get Leon there coaching Andy at change end things like that. The way that this event is obviously different is that you have the players. The players have the ability to go up and coach each other and. Um, and I know because <laughs> I know for a fact, like I know because I've been writing the back of these successes on uh, the popcorn tennis TikTok the last kind of couple of days by posting kind of highlights of Roger and Rafa coaching each other and things like that. And um, so I post like I post like, no no. So I literally posted a like a wee video of when Roger coached Rafa. Do we all remember that Roger coached Rafa a few years ago uh, at a change of ends? And I posted it three hours ago. And uh, it's, it's had 14,000 views and 375 likes on, on, on the Popcorn Tennis TikTok. And it's just like, that is what Labour Cup is good for, right? Because there's a lot of yeah. criticism about Labour Cup and there's a lot of kind of negatives about Labour Cup that, again, I think are valid and we should discuss. But it's the, the it's player that interactions that make it. Are so good. Yeah. Are so, so good. And they're just lovely to watch. You don't. Where in the world are you ever going to get Roger Federer, Rafa Nadal coaching Fabio Fognini on a change of ends? Like you're just not. You're not. You're not going to get interactions like that. And that is a big thing that we here at Murray Musings HQ are very much looking forward to seeing. There's a possibility of Andy coming up and coaching Stefanos Tsitsipas at change of ends. I, <laughs> I didn't that, even think that, about that one. I think guys, 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 that guys, would guys, be gold. No, no, no. Because no. Let me clarify. Let me clarify this. Think about it. Last kind of few months, last kind of few weeks, Andy said in interviews, like, you know, when he's been asked, who would you like to coach? And he has said, uh, among other names, he said Sitsipas because he likes Sitsipas' game. I think there is a chance that a singles match that Sitsipas plays, Andy's going to come up and have a wee chit-chat with him. It's going to happen. I'm calling it now. And I, I know, or, or if it's not, who, like, whoever else. And it's just lovely to see, I think. Because you don't get these players like giving advice to each other, like we never, or, or if you do, we never see it, right? So yeah, I don't know. There's definitely a case for saying the Labour Cup's a glorified exhibition and it's over expensive, and it is. Like those two, those things are valid. Yeah. But we can thankfully also- uh, let me insert like my uh, time because uh, of course uh, everything is about me. Uh, since oh, no, 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 go for it. Um, but I was at at Chicago, and it was only yes. two hundred and sixty bucks. Um, I was in the cheap seats, but still, like, it, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. And again, the player interactions and the coaching is just, it's what makes Labor Cup. It's an EXO, of course. We all know yeah. this. Um, mm-hmm. Should it be uh, entered in for the head-to-head records and whatnot? Mm, no. Um, it is, though. It is, though. Yeah. Which is mad. Mad yeah. 
but I mean, it's going to be special with Andy. I mean, I'm jealous of everyone that's going to London. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the insane thing about that, right? It's when you think about that, like, th- th- those matches are going to count as a head to head, right? Like, th- those matches yep. are going to count as a head to head record. Those matches are going to count as a head to head record. Like, so one player had what what one one player had Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal coaching them on a change event, and the other player had not not to discredit anybody on Team World, but the other player had who like Jack Felix Sox. Sox. Felix and Jack Sock. Like no, but no, no, but no, but you see my point. Like these were legitimate matches, and you're telling yes. me that one player had the two greatest players of all time having a wee chit chat with them. Like what? Like what are we really talking about here? Like, it's pretty mad when you think about it. Pretty mad to consider them like actual tour wins. But again, we're not here to talk about the criticism. We're here to talk about the fact that Andy's going to be playing. Andy's going to be playing it for the first time, um, and it's 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 going to be fun times. I think it's going to be yeah. fun time. Um, when they know, announced I, that it was going to be in London, I was like, Andy better play. He's going to sure. play. Like yeah. Roger is going to ask him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, I just think this is going to be the last time. It's going to be obviously a big goodbye to Roger. Um, yeah. And yeah, my gosh, like we could sit here and do an entire other podcast about, uh, about, about memories about Roger Federer. Like because my gosh, like that man. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna miss. I am gonna miss him. There was a time where uh, my friends always laughed because I was the one who hated Roger Federer, but I never really did. It's just you know, I, it was Roger. He kept on winning and he made everything look de- look easy, and I hate. Yeah. Him. Mm-hmm. So boringly easy, but yeah, I, yeah, that's yeah. how I felt about it at times. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and my gosh, like this is the first real sign that, you know, obviously there's been signs, but like it's the first kind of big thing, you know, that um, that that's happened and that's going to happen. So it's going to be really fun. Obviously, at this point, we have no idea how what Andy's going to be playing. If he's going to be playing on Friday, he might. He could be. He could be playing singles. He could be playing double. But, but there is a okay, case, like, Andy needs to play at least one singles match. He needs to play at least yeah. one singles match. They all do, apart from Roger, <laughs> which I think they made an exception for, which I appreciate. I like that. I like that they've totally been like, fuck the rules. Fuck <laughs> 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 the rules. It's Roger saying goodbye. Fuck the rules. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I think that's quite cute. Um. So yeah, I mean it's gonna be very strange. It's gonna be very, very strange to 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 see. But um let's let's hope I, I said this earlier. I think this might be the best chance for Team World to get a win. Girls, they are, I mean they're playing for geriatrics. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. yeah. This if they can't if they can't beat four old men hmm. and if they can't beat Novak, then what are they doing? <laughs> I love that. You got an adult. They, 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 they are, they are playing. They're like, playing for, play. for geriatrics plus seats passing Casper Rudd's. Yeah, yeah. Casper, Casper Rudd, who's probably still shattered from that US Open. So it's yeah. not in the greatest of form either. Like, so, I mean, really, yeah. If, if, they, if, if Team World can't take it this year, they don't deserve to ever win it, ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't deserve to win it this year because I feel like the four old men yeah. need to win it this year. Yes. It's just like the yeah, final they thing that they, they do yeah. together. But they do, but I think if, team, if team World can't take it from four old age pensioners, 
they don't ever deserve to win I the think, Labour Cup. I would think it might be quite poetic if they lose, though, if the four of them lose. Do you not think? No, like, that no. would be cool. I don't think that's po- poetic. I, don't that's, I think that's more like a Shakespearean bit... tragedy. Exactly. No, but like, you know what I mean, though? Like, everyone's been saying, oh, we're looking for a sign that the change of guard is happening. And it's like, I mean, well, there's a bigger sign than that. Like, if the four of them lost like together no. in a team, like, it would be it would be interesting. But, like, I mean, there would be articles to be written there for sure. But um, obviously, we don't want that here at Murray Mason's HQ. <laughs> obviously, no. we don't want, we don't want think, that. Think of the articles that could be written about the, the four of them win. Right, right, right. Yes. You know? I was thinking, though, like, regardless of who wins, like, have you guys seen like the videos of Roger training? Like, I'm really not sure if he's winning a doubles match. I'm not lie. It's been to, I mean, it depends who he plays with. Yeah. He'll, well, he'll play with Rafa, surely, won't he? I think he's going to play with Rafa. You think yeah. he's going to play with Rafa? No matter what, like, like he's not serving, like, he's not bending. Do you, do you, know, do you know what I think is, do you know what I think it, what could win the match for Roger is just the sheer intimidation of being across the net from Roger Federer. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, if you're thinking about it, what I guess what you do is you get Rafa, like Rafa, you stay on the base, like Roger, get up at the net straight away, right? Like that's yeah. what you're gonna have to do. That's, volley the that's, heck that's, out of the match. That's literally what you have to do, right? Roger's gonna have to serve and volley the entire match, right? Because <laughs> like, he's not. And Rafa's he's not just gonna eat base, like, do what Rafa does best and like, be, be not, a brick wall. Yeah, he's not yeah. rallying. Roger's not out rallying anyone from the baseline, really. So. Um. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be very strange. That literally this Friday, two days from now, is or literally tomorrow, I guess. Uh, no, sorry, yeah, yeah, almost tomorrow. Um, it's gonna be the final match of Roger Federer's career, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. But I'm just really glad that Andy gets to be part of it. To be honest, me too. Yeah, very excited for Andy to be part. Excited of it. to see it. Um. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I, at the same time, obviously, this is a proper tour event, I guess, which is bizarre. Um, but I guess like. I don't feel any pressure, like to make any kind of big predictions on if Team World or D or how Andy's going to perform at this event. I just feel like there's not a tour kind of pressure on this event because yeah, just not. And there's like, too many variables for me, so it's just like yeah. a, you know, slower, yeah. hardcore, like yeah. they'll just have fun. Yeah, it's going to be a fun event, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think it'll provide a lot of good content. Um, and it's gonna be fun. And like, do we know what comes after Labour Cup for Andy? Do we know what ne- what's next on he's, Andy's game? He's got a wild card Kazakhstan. Yes. Okay. Um, so which what? starts on the third of October, I think. Okay, so he's gonna play this weekend, and then he's gonna have a couple of weeks, right? Would that be right? A no. week. He'll have a week off. Have a week. Yeah, have a week. Yeah. Have a week. So that'll be good. That'll be good. Um, um I mean, we'll. I think that- I think he's also playing the European Open. Yes, he does say he got a wild card for that. Yes. No wild yeah. card. Yeah, he's oh, playing right. Antwerp. Yep. Antwerp, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's, um, yeah, yeah. So we'll definitely record, like, we'll try and get back to a relatively weekly upload, but we'll definitely record a podcast before Andy plays um, in Kazakhstan then, and we'll obviously talk and chit-chat about his performance in the Labour Cup as well. Um, and so... Yeah, like that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that after the Labour Cup, he has some time to kind of like he has a week to kind of just get his bearings because I feel like just complete. <laughs> and, and, and it's good that he's already like he's in London, so he'll yes. you know he's already at home, so he yes. can just like go home and chill out with his family, yeah. which will be nice. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah, for sure. It'll be nice for him to to to, to get to uh, to get to j- just just chill a wee bit, I suppose. Um, I guess what one of the final that I guess since since it is Rogers kind of. 
uh, last hurrah, the last episode we record. The last episode, this is the last episode of Murray Music we record where Roger Federer is going to be an active tennis player, which is mad. Wow. Um, a favorite, uh, f- favorite match of Andy and Roger? Uh, any, 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 any memories, any standouts? Um, the Olympics in 2012. Yes, it's got to be the Olympics for me. Um, yeah. I'm actually looking at their head to head on the ATP Tour website right oh, now. And 14-11, it was isn't it? their, huh? It's like 14 11. Yes, 14-11. Um, and it was their first match that just captured my attention for me. Of course, mm-hmm. being from Thailand, I was like, they're playing in Bangkok uh, in 2005. Roger won it 6-3-7-5. But it was, yeah. it was the final. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it still was a pretty good match. And then mm-hmm. Andy won the next two uh, matches in Cincy yeah. and then Dubai. That Cincy yeah. match was amazing. And that's what made me fall in love with Cincy. I'm like... Andy can play well in Cincy, so yeah. I mean, it was just—it was a great rivalry. Really good, head and, to head. And I think, I think, because of the fact that they've both been kind of out injured. So, Andy, Andy Murray last played Roger Federer in 2015, which is insane. Um, yes. Wow. You consider the fact that they're both. I didn't realize that. Yeah, 2015 in Cincinnati was their last match, and um, that they played. Obviously, injury came around, and they obviously dominated in 2016 before getting injured. Um, and Roger wasn't really around in 2016. So, yeah, absolutely mad that the last time that they'll ever play, that they ever played was 20, 2015. Um, yeah, crazy, crazy times. I, I guess my, what, what am I, one of my highlights, and it was the only time, that, that which again is crazy in a, in a rivalry between these two, the only time that Andy Murray ever beat Roger Federer at a major was the last time that Andy got a win over Roger Federer, and it's one of my favourite matches. It was uh, the Australian Open semi-final. Uh, 20, um, 2013, am I right in thinking that? Yep. I think it was. Um, and a great five-setter. Uh, again, I said on Twitter earlier this week, like probably one of the most kind of underrated matches because it was a five-setter. And they actually dominated. One of the most, one of the one of the wildest matches ever because it was a five-setter that was almost entirely one way with Roger somehow scraping two sets from it. Um, but just go watch it for like everything that encapsulates the Andy Murray-Roger Federer rivalry. Like two guys... Mm-hmm. Like the footwork in that match, like I think that's fun, the really enjoyable part of watching Andy play Roger is the way they move on the court. It's so so good. It's 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 just beautiful to watch, and that match for me is just such such a highlight. So definitely go watch the highlights of it, um, because I still find myself going back to it because the rallies in it so so good, um, and I don't know, like I think, yeah, I think I think I think that's a kind of special thing. Andy all Andy Andy got one win over Roger Federer in a major. And it was in a fighter epic, and I just think that was perfect too. So I don't know. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss Roger. I'm gonna miss Rog. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, although he says by his own admission, he'll still be around and he'll still be. Um, oh well, yeah, cool. That's good. We can invite him around for tea. Yeah, well, invite him on. He's actually coming on next week's episode of my musings. Uh, I mean, now that he's now that he's retired, he is gonna have a bit of time in his hands. We yeah. Invite him on. He's doing all these goddamn interviews with like BBC. Like, how the hell can he just kind of you know come do my musings? Yeah, it's about time, isn't it? Um, I'm yeah. actually, in a way, I'm actually disappointed that he didn't announce his retirement on an episode of Murray Musings, but we'll let him off. Um, he saw fit to like, you know, do 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 it in another way, and that's fine. Um, we'll let him off for that. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun, and it's gonna be sad, and we'll enjoy all of that. Um, well, this coming weekend. This coming weekend. Um, and we'll see when Andy plays. We don't know. It could be Friday. Yeah. Could be, but, could be Sunday. Yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully they'll release the schedule tomorrow night. I was, curious, I was curious. I was curious. I seem to recall they do it in the morning. 
<laughs> maybe it's Friday. Yeah, maybe it'll be Friday morning for the schedule. I don't remember that happening, but maybe I'm wrong. I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, yeah. And we've chatted for way longer. You know, we said an hour and we... Yeah, let's try and keep it to an hour and it's now been like an hour and almost 40 two. minutes. Almost two, almost two. Let's I suppose up. that's what happens when you've got me going on about her photograph and her interaction with Andy. And me chatting <laughs> nonsense and, oh gosh. Um, and reminiscing about one of the greats, to be fair, in Roger. Um, cool. Yeah, anything else you want to quickly mention, guys? Are we good? We good? I think we're great. Yeah, think- we are all good. I think that's it. I mean, I think... I think that's um, that's certainly enough discussion for one podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll see how we'll see how Andy goes over the weekend at the Labour Cup. We'll see who emerges victorious. Um, I mean, I don't care who wins as long as it's Andy, Roger, Rafa, Novak, um, and the other two guys that are in their team. Um, Peter's but, like, know, I can do that. <laughs> Listen, Peter, he's part of the team. You're just going to have to suck you have to He was the last one picked, but that's fine. Peter, that's Peter. Fine. just going to have to suck up. Peter, yeah. Peter how are you? He's going to be fine. He's going to yeah, carry it. Peter, how are you going to feel when Andy plays a Novak in doubles? It's going to be great. It'll be like two. It'll be it'll be two thousand and six. Novak. I can wear Nova. my Novak t-shirt. Andy's gonna play with Novak and doubles. And oh, Peter I can wear my Novak t-shirt. And I'll have to root him on. So it'll be great. Oh, <laughs> see, look at that. The Labour Cup just bringing everyone together like one everyone. big happy family. Everyone. It's going to be fun. One happy family. Exactly. Can I just can I can I just paint this picture? Talking of like bringing everyone together like one big happy family wouldn't yes. it just be perfect if Rafa and Novak played doubles together well, I, I said that, to yes. that yes. happen on Twitter no yes. fam and was... Rafa fam just like come together a big loving for the yeah. Labour Cup doubles team yeah. can we make that happen I don't know I don't know we're gonna see it. I'd <laughs> rather have Novak and Andy <laughs> no no Andy is gonna be fun I think about yeah anyway anyway we could we could end up talking about this for another 15 minutes yes. if you've made it this far thank you very much for listening to us thank you for tuning in to yet another chaotic episode of Murray Musings uh, we will be back before Andy plays in Kazakhstan hopefully this episode will have been published um, that, it's gonna listen. Uploaded. I'm off, but it's gonna go out like tomorrow. Like I'll just okay. perfect. Right, so it'll, it'll be uploaded before Labour mm-hmm. Cup because you know usually we're lucky if it's uploaded before the next tournament that he's due to play. So we will be back next week um, with a breakdown of the Labour Cup and uh, look forward to Kazakhstan. So thanks for listening, guys. He's been Scott. He's been Peter. I've been Claire, and we have been Murray Musings. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Andy Murray and you've been listening to the Murray Musings podcast. Thank you.